Welcome to episode three of the One Is This Anyway podcast. Thanks for joining us again. Welcome. We've survived another week. We are back. We're, We're back. in the flesh. There's a thunderstorm going on outside. So, yeah, we, we had an <laughs> earthquake today in the Carolinas. Jesus. We had a 5.1 earthquake this morning. Um, it was wild. Like, it was at, I don't know, about seven o'clock, maybe? Yeah. I hope that's the right time because I was I was asleep, so it was at some point between five a.m. and eight a.m. and uh, my dog started barking, and I was like, "What is going on?" And then uh, my bed started moving, mm-hmm. and I thought I was dreaming, and then I realized, wait, the house is like shaking, and uh, so we had a whole earthquake. Apparently, we had two of them, like one in the middle of the night, like it was really tiny, and then we had another one. Are so, those common? In- no, they're they're pretty pretty uncommon. We have them occasionally. I think everywhere kind of has earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But they're, I mean, I've never had one here. So mm. five years or whatever. It's, no, it's yeah, that, pretty that's wild. Pretty crazy, actually. It was pretty wild. Yeah. So what you what you do this week outside of video games and what's going on in your world? Uh, got pretty bogged down with work actually. Um, my Ooh. my schedule kind of got pretty pretty degen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so oh, I've no. been I've been kind of in and out of sleep. Uh, getting like four hours here, four hours there. Oh, that'll wear on you. Yeah, I, I think that kind of got to me this week. But um, but yeah, I really just bogged down with work. I got put on some new project that's been. A pain in my ass and then it, really aside from that nothing too major it's been pretty chill but uh how about you just the usual um yeah this is streaming and then obviously uh or well not obviously i bought um so this my project for the week was so we have a my, my wife really wants a pool like on our patio and when i okay. say a pool i mean like a nicer inflatable pool <laughs> right like so they make kind of like higher end inflatable pools are about 150 bucks and you sort of like inflate the top and then you fill it with water and the weight of the water holds the pool together right and mm. so it sits up and then it has like a filter and everything like that so we order one and it gets here and so we have a the way our, our house sits, it sits on a corner, right? So we're actually bordered on three sides by a street, right? So like mm-hmm. as people come into the neighborhood, they pass by our house, like the side of our house. Then yeah. they, as they turn in, they drive past the front. And then if you turn right into the neighborhood, you drive past us again. So the problem is, is one half of our house faces like the main street that all the kids play on and everyone walks around on. So if you sit outside on our back porch, like everyone can see you because we're elevated too, because mm. we're at like on a hill. So yeah. you sit out there, you know, you, you lather yourself up in some, some, you know, suntan lotion and you lay out there and then you look over and like, there's like eight kids looking at you. It's a little weird. Right. So you don't, so what we wanted to do was buy these planters. We wanted something to kind of block us from the street. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I bought these big, like sort of elevated planter boxes that have vine trellises on the back and they're like eight feet tall. And I bought three of them. 
So they just face, they sort of like block off the street, but also I can plant stuff in them. So I've put a bunch of like weird, I have, I know nothing about planting things, by the way. I absolutely nothing. So I bought a bunch of dirt. I went to Lowe's and was like, look, I, I showed a picture to a lady and was like, this is what I have. What do I do? And, uh, she gave, she sells me all these plants and now I have a bunch of plants in my backyard and I'm trying not to kill them. So, <laughs> do you, so it, do you find that as you get a little bit older that, um, that you're more into that kind of stuff? Like gardening? Yeah, it, it, it's weird. I have a lot more patience for it. Yeah. Is, the, is what I say is when I was younger, you know, and I'm not like ancient, you know, I'm like, I'm 37. So, but I, I will say that when I was 20, there's like zero chance I would have oh, yeah, sat there and like put these planners together and stuff. But you start to appreciate sort of flipping your brain off and like just digging in the dirt and making these <laughs> things like, you know, because you don't yeah. have to think like you just, oh, yeah, I just dig this hole and I put this thing in there and then I cover it up. And ta-da. Yeah. Now there's thinking. What I will say is there's a lot of thinking after the fact because you've got to figure out like, well, does this plant? So, so for instance, so they're, they're big trellis walls, right? So I'm going to have vines on them yeah. and eventually they'll grow over and they'll have a bunch of, so I have to figure out, okay, well, what can I put on there that won't attract like a million like wasps or whatever? And then what if the flowers fall off of it and the dog decides, well, that's going to be tasty and eats it. So you have to do all this research of what you can do and like, oh, what's not, what's a not an invasive plant? Cause I don't want to like introduce some flower that I buy on Amazon or something and it spreads across the neighborhood and it actually kills half the local vegetation, which is another thing that can happen. So it's been an experience. So we're going to, I'm going to put honeysuckle on the back of them. There's a type of honeysuckle that smells real good and brings hummingbirds. And the nice part is, is I can actually see the planters from inside my office. Yeah. So someday, like a year from now, I'm going to have a bunch of flowers right outside my office, which will be nice. But right now it's, it's a bunch of wooden boxes that have really tiny herb things in them. I got really into watching lawn care videos actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It, it kind of started off as a joke because they were all very, um, they kind of followed the same formula. It's like, guys really like jazzed up laying on this like beautiful looking lawn and then it cuts over to like footage from a drone always like flying up into the sky to some ACDC, you know? Yeah. Nice. And, right. uh, I just got really into it. I don't know the, the idea of like, like you said, just kind of shutting your brain off and doing something that's long form mm -hmm. and just kind of slowly watching it, you know, make you look like an adult. Yeah, really nice, you know? it's really weird because I think that's you hit on it, I think is exactly what it is, is. I think as you get older, you start to understand the value of having a thing to do in very like a very short amount of time. Like, OK, I've got 10 minutes and I'm going to do this 10 minutes every single day. Right. Like this is what I'm going to do every single day. And something about that sort of repetition and then seeing something happen slowly is very nice. And you want to fill your days with that. <laughs> well, that's how you get why. into sports. That's exactly I, I mean, how you get into sports. 
Yeah, I guess that's what it is, right? Yeah, because and... you, you... So what happens is it starts off with watching highlights. So maybe you have a team that you like, and you're like, okay, well, I'll watch highlights, whatever. That's probably like 15 minutes, once a week, typically. Um, and then you start kind of maybe watching the whole game. You watch it in parts, maybe. And then maybe you get on a fantasy team, and now you check your fantasy like twice a day or whatever when you're on the crapper. And then you start getting into like the sports debate shows where it's like, okay, well, I can sit down and like listen to this 10 minute argument about Tom Brady. Why not? And it, it just kind of spirals from slippery there. Slippery slope. Up, and then, then suddenly you're the like, yeah, you're the you're, sports. You're guy. watching the, the 2 a.m., you know, West Coast games. And, you know, who knows? Well, what ends up happening is you end up like a lot of sports people, which was when COVID happened and everything got canceled and shut down. Uh, everyone started to bet on Korean baseball. Mm. Which, okay. <laughs> and so that was the, uh, for, for probably like a month, I think that was the, the way to go. That and uh, like Australian football. It's not really football. It's more like. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, yeah, for me, it was the, the Twitch sumo streams. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever caught those, but they're, no, they're no. fantastic. And it's frustrating. It actually, it's funny. Cause when I first started, I was like, this is great to like have on. Yeah. And then I realized one day, like a week later, I was complaining to a friend of mine that they only closed caption the, the main events. And I was very frustrated about it. I was like, man, it sucks that I don't know what's, what the commentators are talking about during these smaller events and I'm like, who am I? What is going on? <laughs> Before it was like, I would just put it up and I didn't pay attention to it. And it was just there. And now I care, you know, like, give me this guy's background. Give me his stats, you know, tell me the, the beef between these two dudes. That are yeah, about well, to that's what happens, man. You get, time. you get really into this, the, the drama around it. I mean, you really yeah. do because it invested. It, yeah, it's like, I mean, I've probably heard more conversations in the past two years about Dak Prescott's fucking contract with yep. the Dallas Cowboys than I have anything else in my life, but I still listen to it yep. because you're just like invested. You're like, oh, man. Well, I mean, if you if you take that that further, if you think about it, the last three weeks, the world has been just taken by storm by Blazeball. Like Blase Ball is one of the biggest things on the internet right now. And three weeks ago, no one even knew what it was. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's this huge and all it, it's completely. Ver like, do you, are you familiar with Blase Ball? Have, have uh, you heard of this? Not or no? really. No. Okay. All right. So let me explain Blase Ball to you. I'm, I'm glad I get to introduce you to this. So yeah, it's yeah, baseball yeah. with an L. Okay. And what <laughs> it is, is the company who made. So there's this this mo basically this development company that made a bunch of weird stuff, um, and all just stuff that you've never heard of. All just very weird port stuff, and they would port things to like I don't even know. I can't even explain everything they made. You'd have to look them up. But they made this. Their previous game was like some sort of mobile game, and then what they just they decided you know what we're gonna do we're gonna make something completely the opposite of this mobile game, and we're gonna make a virtual baseball league and it's only going to be on the web. And so what it is, is 
so you go to blaseball.com and you sign up, you like put your, you know, you put your email and you make a little account and it says, which team do you want? Right. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, I believe there are 16 teams. I'm going to pull up, I'm going to pull up the website here. So there's 16 teams and, um, it's all of them are completely fake. Like it's all, or no, there's, I'm sorry. There's 20 teams. There's five and there's, the good league and the evil league. And they are split into two divisions, uh, the lawful goods, the chaotic goods and the lawful evils and the chaotic evils. Right. And they're like baseball teams associated, loosely associated with cities. You know, like there's the San Francisco lovers. There's the new, who just won the world series, I believe. Or no, no, the Hades tigers just won the world series. Um, there's like the New York millennials, the, Yellowstone magic, the Seattle garages, right? All these, the Canada moist talkers, like they're just crazy names, right? And they all have crazy, they have players on them and they're putting it into some sort of simulation, right? Where during the week you have an entire, it plays out an entire baseball season from, you know, the very beginning to the end. And it plays out every game though. So if you sit on this website, you can literally watch every game happen. And I'm talking every at bat happens, right? It's all simulated, you know, every pitch, you know, there's, you know, it's a full count and, you know, two outs and it's the bottom of the sixth, you know, and it's fantastic. And and so all of the players have individual stats. The stats are complete nonsense. They have things like divinity and anti capitalism and i mean they just have insane stats and no one knows what any of them do right yeah and but the the rub of it is is when you pick a team and you make a certain amount of coins every time your team wins or you can also bet on the games right and so you make coins then what happens is you can then spend that coins to buy votes okay like true this is where the real world blurs in right so you use those votes to vote on the election Okay, and in the elections, there's two types of things. There's the decrees and there's the blessings. The decrees are when things just change. And sometimes the description of them are like very specific. They'll tell you exactly. For instance, like the two that just passed are called the microphone lifts and or no, they're called interviews and eat the rich. Okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and (laughs) eat the rich was had clearly it said the coins of the 1%, it redistributes all the coins of the top 1% richest player people playing Blazeball to the bottom 99%, right? And it just happens. And the interviews one, it, we have no idea what it does. It just says the microphone lifts, error, the grand unslam, weakened the bridge, space-time tears over Los Angeles, the infinite cities shine, platonic form corrupted, you've looked too close. What? No idea what happened. But so you get to vote on like what you want to happen. Right. And there's different blessings. And when you vote on the blessings, they they change. They help your team in certain ways. And it's sort of like, um, you know, it can randomize your worst players. It can swap players. You get the best pitcher in the league, whatever. And it moves people around. Right. Um, it's insanity. It's like the craziest thing you've ever seen. But I mean, it's huge. Like there are huge, the, the discord 
for Blase Ball has, let me tell you how many people are in it now. It was huge. It has over 10,000 members in it. There you go. Um, it is, there's individual Twitter accounts for every team that people run. There's fan fiction. Um, and it's, it's only been going three weeks because we just finished the third season. Um, it is a truly insane thing that has taken the, but all it is, is people just get invested in it in watching these digital like games play out, <laughs> but it's great because it's only a week, right? You can like follow an entire team for a week and then the the playoffs and the world series happen on saturday and on sunday they rest that's what it says <laughs> and, then, and then monday the whole cycle starts over again um <laughs> I, and, and there's all this very sort of weird verbiage all over the website you know there's like a ticker and one says no thoughts only blaze ball and then it says in memoriam, Jalen Hot Dog Fingers, Fitzgerald Massey, Tyreek Olive, Jenna Maldonado, Nora Perez. And what, these are all the players who've been just obliterated um, in certain events. Like they just burst into flames or were killed um, in, the, in the events that happen. Um, it's truly insane. Uh, and you should absolutely check it out if you haven't seen it yet. It's totally yeah. free. It costs nothing. Um, but you can... But you can get invested if you really want to. Um, and you should check out the, the stuff on the Internet because there's a, an insane. The wiki for Blazeball is crazy. Uh, this is my favorite. The, their tagline is you are now participating in the cultural event of Blazeball. And that's all it said. <laughs> um, it's pretty wild. I mean, uh, I'm pretty much always down for getting into a sport. I, I watch a lot of like daytime baseball as it is. It's like my daytime Sport. Oh yeah, it's like put that on a little bit of betting. Well, imagine if wild things could happen, like the Hellmouth was opened and <laughs> swallowed a city. Um, the, I mean, <laughs> you know, there are teams like the Breckenridge Jazz Hands, um, the Unlimited Tacos, <laughs> uh, the I mean, the Mexico City Wild Wings. I mean, it, it's it's very good. I mean, everything about it is exactly what you would want it to be. It's so, very weird. I mean, since we're talking about sport, are you going to watch uh, any of the upcoming NFL season? I know it's probably a no, but yeah. Oh no, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a huge Jaguars fan. So really, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was born right near Jacksonville. Uh, I grew up in Jacksonville. Yeah, I had season tickets the entire time I lived in Jacksonville. Um, I had season tickets for three years, the third year being the year that we were awesome and almost went to the Super Bowl. And Miles Jack wasn't down, by the way. That was but, the year that you had the... That was, that's when you were Saxonville, right? Yeah, when we were very good. And then yeah. we, we lost to the Patriots in the AFC title game. Um, and you imploded the year after. And then we imploded, yeah. And it's it's been bad ever since. It's real um, bad. You guys are projected to be the worst team in the NFL. I think we're much better than people think we are this year because actually the year that we were that we went to the playoffs, we were projected to be the worst team in the NFL. So, yeah, um, I mean, well, don't get me wrong. Like this is coming. I'm a diehard Miami Dolphins fan. OK, yeah. <laughs> so, I understand. For, for some context. But um, yeah, it, it, people criminally underrate. Uh, in particular, Florida teams, I, I think, get a lot of uh, disrespect. Mm -hmm. pretty much across the board i mean the magic 
heat all then you know they don't really get a ton of respect in the way that like the lakers the cowboys the celtics you know like those teams do yeah it's smaller markets and you know i mean there's a lot of reasons for that they're not on tv as much they um don't have the fan support i would say um, well jacksonville in particular has a very uh they're they're pretty I, I think it makes sense that they would have a pretty small fan base and a relatively inconsistent, you know. Well, I mean, you. I mean, I would say in comparison to the Dolphins, like the Jags sell out their games consistently. And we, even when we were terrible, you know, like two of the seasons that I went and saw them, we only won four games, you know, because um, we were 4-12, 4-12, and then we went to the AFC title game. So... It's not like the Dolphins who were like a playoff team and people wouldn't go see them, you know, or the Marlins, you know, when the Marlins were the best team in baseball, no one went to see them um, down in Miami. So, yeah, the uh, Dolphins, um, they've really struggled with getting um, an identity for a while. Yep. Um, Now, now they've been doing really well for like season tickets and stuff, but um, especially the last season. The, the tank for two season that was pretty brutal but i mean yeah. it, duval county though is like diehard i mean <laughs> oh yeah we don't we don't mess around i mean like it was it was really fun to live in jacksonville and go see jaguars games that's that's the one thing that i i mean there's a couple of things that i miss about jacksonville but the only thing that i really truly miss was being that close to the state i mean i literally could see the stadium from my apartment Oh, there you um, go. And yeah. I could just, you know, I could just ride my bike to to the games, and it was it was a blast. It was really good. Um, but yeah, I know I know sports pain, um, <laughs> but I know how when you're vested, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're bad. You no, know? no. I mean, like last um, season, the Dolphins were, especially at the beginning, awful. They were actually on track to be the worst team of all time. Well, they. It's funny. I remember that season back when they almost lost every game and i remember <laughs> yeah. they they beat the ravens like i think in week 15 um, yeah pulled it out yeah. well <laughs> to so go, to go one in 15 i think but so so this season they were supposed to be tanking in, intentionally for to a tongue of Iloa. Mm. and uh that was not the case but about halfway through the season, they kind of rallied everyone up. And now they're actually looking like, I mean, granted, I'm a little bit biased, but I think they're actually sure. looking like, if not one of the best teams in the AFC East, potentially an up-and-coming uh, playoff contender across the board in the AFC. Yeah, um, yeah. Being, being biased is what makes sports fun, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. If nobody was biased, sports would be really boring, right? Um, it would not be fun at all, but it's, it's understanding those biases and how they interact with each other. That makes it a good time. Well, I mean, it, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you go on Twitter and you start talking about your blaze ball team, people <laughs> get serious. It's no joke. Um, well, um, I, I can go on about sports for hours. So, but, yeah, um, so. in the, in the spirit of doing things that just kills time, um, I think exactly a week from now, we're gonna have Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, I've, I've man, a lot of people are very excited for for flight simulator. So tell me, so you you're one of those people, right? You're oh, yeah. like very right. jazzed about flight simulator. Tell me very. about like why, what the draw for flight simulator is for you. It, it's just like gardening. I mean, it's the same thing. You're you're basically 
um, you're, you're, you know what you're getting into. I mean, there's two kinds of people, right? You have the people who have the full plane set up at home and yeah, they have like a cockpit in their house, yeah, oh yeah, in their garage, yeah. you know, and like they've got the whole thing and it, you have those people and then you have people like me who fully embrace the meme and just want to fly a plane to Tokyo. Fair. And it's just Zen. You know, it's the same mm. thing as truck simulator. Same thing. Yeah, you're, same just, you're just pointing in a direction and you're just driving. Yeah. <laughs> it's, de- it's, it's desert bus without the like the list to the side. Well, what's nice is that these games really uh, they don't really have to do a lot so they can focus on just making it look good and making mm-hmm. it look kind of just pleasing to sit back and enjoy. And uh, yeah, it's just yeah, really nice. In fact, the the idea I had to start streaming way back like two and a half years ago or so i was going to stream this game because <laughs> i saw it on our uh, game radar at work and uh, yeah I, I was going to stream it uh under the name jazz plane i actually have the name on twitch <laughs> and i was just going to play jazz and fly to tokyo every night yeah why not <laughs> you know I don't, I don't i still don't think that's a bad idea but and if you think about it as a streamer it, i mean Really, what you want to play is stuff that allows you to talk to chat, right? Well, there you go. Yeah. That's like the yeah, perfect, perfect game. Oh, it's fantastic. Because yeah. you're not doing anything. Yeah, there's the, the problem of that is that I think the true best games are the ones that allow you to talk to chat. And then there is like a brief moment, moment of excitement. Some sort of brief, you know, oh my gosh, you should pay attention for just this 10 seconds and then immediately back to normalcy, right? Ah, perfect segue. Um, so you're talking about Fall Guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? That's what Fall Guys is, right? Um, I, Fall Guys, man. Wow, what a... Speaking of developers who, like, have made a bunch of weird crap before this, these guys have made, like, a bunch of, like, flash ports, I think. I love this game. Um, And they made Murder by Numbers, and now suddenly they make Fall Guys... And Fall Guys is like incredibly polished. It's incredibly um, fun. It's just it's a great super game. fun. Yeah, it's great. I played a little bit of it today because people were, in, yeah. Were, yeah. were pushing me and I was like, all right. Of course. Um, I played a little bit of it today and I got very unreasonably angry at this other jelly bean man <laughs> who I, I, you know, so I'm trying to go up this, I'm on this ramp and, you know, so if you don't know, Fall Guys is basically it drops 60 player. It's, it's taking the, it's distilling battle Royale to it's like silliest, right? So it's 60 jelly bean looking dudes that sort of move around in a gangly fashion and they drop you onto a level and they tell you to do a thing. And sometimes it's get to the end, you know, to the finish line or, you know, don't fall off this thing or help your team push a ball into a court or whatever. But really what you're doing doesn't matter because, you know, it's it's exceptionally simple. It's always like go to the finish line or whatever. But there's 60 goofy, strangely animated physics nerds like bouncing off of each other, um, trying to pull each other. And it's just it's and if, if you don't. So and the idea is that people get eliminated over time and then eventually there's only 10 people left or whatever the number is. And then you race to the end and try to get this crown. And, uh, man, it is very good. 
but this stupid jelly me man back to my story i was trying to cross this little turning cylinder that you know i'm having to walk across like a balance beam and he just he's already across and he just turns around and dives at me and we both just <laughs> fall off and i'm like what are you doing i mean it, it is griefing personified this game i mean it is unreal um but it it is very fun i i will admit and it's, it's not hard to explain um you know it's just do what it tells you to do you know what i think it is and it, and i i'm somebody who loves these games i i love mario party i love like pokemon stadium mini games i i love this stuff because it's so fun to just again shut your brain off to and especially in 2020 i yeah. think every single game now has to come out and try and be competitive or an esport or have a meta game or you know voice comms and it's just nice to play a game that doesn't have that any of it in fact it's not even like i don't think it's possible to be competitive at this game yeah I mean, you I can definitely do so things that are optimized or whatever but really it's not that's not the game like it, it it's just a very enjoyable reprieve from everything and it, and it reminds me a lot of mario party and pokemon stadium and these other games that i used to play hours upon hours of. i mean just hours and it's because they're just so chill they're so yeah, fun it's very chill it's very fun it's not hard to explain to people it's also I mean, it is exactly, it took its concept and polished it to the up 10th degree, right? It is, I mean, it, it works exactly the way you want it to work. You know, the jumping works like it should, you know, the, the diving works like it should, the grabbing works like it should, all the, and they've also put all of those hooks that things like Rocket League and uh, other games had to sort of build in after they realized, oh gosh, we like our game is really big that's all in from the beginning. You know, it has like a season pass in it. It has a, a, you know, a type of currency that you earn when you play so that you can buy stupid hats or whatever for your jelly bean guy. So you can look like a pigeon or a hot dog or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and all of this is, I mean, that, that's not me making it up. There really is like a pigeon and a hot dog, you know, it's, it's great. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, but it's, it's exactly what it should be. Right. It needs to just be a dumb, you know, like, yeah, I want my guy to look like a hot dog, but it I want currently him has, to be purple or whatever. <laughs> it currently has the most viewers on tw all of Twitch right now. And I believe it is by far the most played game on Steam. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not great. early access. It's not there's no BS with it. It's just a stupid mini game game. I truly believe that Fall Guys maybe the next Fortnite. Like, I, I think that this is going to be, I don't know that they'll make as they're, they're, you know, I don't know that they're going to make the kind of money that Fortnite made or whatever, but I think that it is going to be huge. And I think you're going to see endless amounts of clones of it. And do you, you know, now, do you think that it's going to be huge in the sense that it's like, because Fortnite is huge. I mean, it's, it's just massive, but it's kind of like Minecraft almost where, it's a very polarizing um, thing. But, I mean, do you think that, because like what, Fortnite has 200,000 viewers right now, which I believe is, yeah, it's like roughly a little bit less than League of Legends, a little bit more than Valorant. Right. So, big game. But do you think Fall Guys is really going to go to that 
tier yeah. because I, I think the problem i think the problem I, I think if i think there's a caveat there i think that it will never be like 200,000 viewers forever but what i think it will be is it will always be a you know top 5 type of game if they continue to put content into it if they make an, a map editor for fall guys it it's like a minecraft level phenomenon i think it, i think it sticks around forever um yeah. because i think that game is just like it's perfect it's like the perfect distillation of a stupid like party game right and if you think about then what if if you think about what they have to do if they start to do private if they make a map editor right well, what mm -hmm. that probably means they have to do is they have to make some sort of private matching, right? You yeah. have to have a match where a streamer can set up a game, give put the code on stream, and then people can join it, right? And the second that they start doing that, there are going to be people who are only Fall Guys streamers. That's all they stream. Um, and that will make it huge. I mean, it is it is a battle royale, like if you think about it, but it's a battle royale that literally anyone can play. Um, I mean, PUBG was huge. You remember how big PUBG was when it hit? Well, and yeah, like, because PUBG kind of like PUBG really got lucky, I think, because they kind of introduced the concept of a battle royale to a bunch of people. Because really, right. before PUBG, I mean, you had the mod and stuff, but you didn't really have battle royales that were getting played that much. I mean, sure, I, I can't think of one that was popular. Right. But Fall Guys, I think, is the first one that anyone can play. Yeah, literally anyone yeah. can play that game. If you can, if you understand, this button makes you jump. This button makes you grab. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, I mean, it's it's three buttons and move the thing around, right? Well, and so that's what was really appealing about Fortnite for people. Now, I that obviously kind of departed from being easy to get into with the the building system, but because um, PUBG's problem was always that it was bogged down. It was kind of complicated. Like it wasn't yeah. really smooth to play. I can tell you from a graphic standpoint, it was a total mess. Yeah, it was a mess. And, and, and you know, I, but I still played 500, 600 hours above. Oh yeah. Yeah. That I mean, I, and, it, we all played it a bunch because it was the only way you could really play that kind of experience. And then Fortnite came along, optimized, yep. um, ran it like a million FPS by Epic themselves, who makes the UE. Yeah, engine. with with an incredible amount of customization and a treadmill to run up and, you know. Yeah, and more importantly, too, is something that I think, you know, I I understand why people don't do this because you want to appeal to certain demographics, but the vast majority of people want to play something with interesting visuals and interesting mm -hmm. color palettes. Like the whole dark fantasy or hyper military realistic or whatever, like, there's a time and a place for that, but really what gets people hooked in is League of Legends, Valorant, Fall Guys, you know, all these games yep. that have more Fortnite. Um, just something a little bit more interesting to look at with more variety. And, you know, people can call it childish, I guess, but, you know, it. you can't deny that it's, it's just a little bit more compelling yep. to look at, you know, for long periods of time. It, it sounds crazy, but I would not be surprised if it, in its life cycle. I mean, this is this is going to be a crazy statement, but I would not be surprised if it, in its life cycle, that game sells more copies, uh, you know, 
of a game than something like Animal Crossing or like one of those cross-cultural hits, right? Because Animal Crossing outsold Breath of the Wild. It's like Nintendo's best, you know, selling game ever. But I think if Fall Guys like consistently adds content to that game, I think that game will sell unbelievable amounts of copies. Um, I would not be surprised if just everyone suddenly owns Fall Guys within a year. If, if you know, they've sold... I mean, I, I don't even know. I, I, I'd have to look at a number, but it, it's going to be... That game is going to sell an unbelievable amount of copies. After I played it for 10 minutes today, I was like, this game is going to make I'm pretty so sure it's already money. sold over a million copies yeah. because it peaked at 125,000 players on Steam recently. Yeah, like, I mean, it... it let me see. So, so Animal Crossing sold 2.4 million. It, it'll easily outsell that. Easily. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it'll sell. I wouldn't be surprised if they sell four or five million copies of Fall Guys. I mean, it's cheaper too, but still. I mean, Well, like and also on Steam, you're going to end up with sales and bundles. But, and, but also you know. it's going to be on, it's, it's on console too, right? Like it's going to be a PS4. It's going to be a PlayStation Plus game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So like, and what you have to compare it to is something like rocket league right you remember when rocket league came out and it was huge and then all of a sudden they made it a ps plus game and suddenly it was just like mega huge yeah it was like its own thing <laughs> it was it's, it was just like a phenomenon right i think fall guys is going to be the same thing if it became an esport actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that Fall Guys is going to be an eSport, although that'd be... You say that, but then, I mean, I can imagine a bunch of TSM, Cloud9. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yes. Who knows? I mean, I, I mean that game is wild. I, I really think, though, if they keep feeding levels into that thing and come up with a way to, to keep it fresh, right, and add some sort of private, some sort of way where you can have the people that you want in the server on the server. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, if they if they put that stuff in there, that game is gonna make. I mean, it's it's gonna be around a long time. Fall Guys, like, I mean, maybe I'm overselling it a little bit, but I I think that I, game I don't think is like, I would not be surprised if that game sells to five six million copies. Yeah, I mean, well, it's just it, like the biggest game in the world. You know, the thing that makes games huge. huge is that they appeal to not only gamers like, you know, in their twenties, but yeah. They can appeal to people who are younger as well, which people kind of, you know, poke fun at a lot. But there's a reason why those games are yeah. like have their own conventions and are just incredibly successful. And it's because when you can bring a game to like school or something, yeah, that's when you can. I mean, it, it, it just it changes the whole land because like you couldn't really bring like Tarkov yeah, exactly, <laughs> to, right. to like an after school right. program. You know what I mean? But if but you, you can bring if Fall, you guys. Fall Guys on yeah. a Switch and it gets carried into some classroom, like, oh yeah, yeah. every kid will buy it, you know. And but if you think about Fall Guys, I mean, I could teach a four year old to play Fall Guys. Yeah, I mean, it is not, it's not, oh, it's not complex, right? And and the crazy part about it is, it is it it hit the perfect thing, and I would say just like it's very similar to Rocket League in a lot of ways, where Rocket League. Um, although I would say there's obviously not the depth that I think Rocket League has, where Rocket League has an insanely high skill ceiling. I think the skill ceiling for Rocket for Fall Guys is like <laughs> it's not much higher than the floor, I don't think. But but what I would say is it has that thing where if even if you're doing very poorly, 
it's still an just an incredibly fun thing to do, right? Because I mean, I I literally lost the first four games that I played. I just lost. Just just some dude grabbed me and threw me off a a wall, or I didn't know where to go, or you know, I didn't understand the map exactly, and then got run over by a stampeding herd of jelly bean men or whatever. But I had a blast the entire time. And I've played then, it now with a variety of people um, who play Valorant, they play League, they play Tarkov, they play, you know, everything. And without a doubt, consistently, the experience that I have with it is that everyone's laughing, having a good time, you know, and that is just such a refreshing because like every other game you play, even something as simple as Valorant, like it's an easy concept. You can I, I've played with plenty of people who are like brand new to shooters and they hop into Valorant. It's like, OK, yeah, just point click, at people click, and click the heads you know but there's still economy there's abilities there's this there's that there's turn side switch you know there's there's a meta to it but with fall guys it's like there's none of that and it's just, just refreshing yeah it reminds me of very vividly of being a kid playing mario party and it's like you want to hop in all right let's go you just get somebody in and then you just hit the button and go you just I mean, go it... and and there's a little bit of there's enough skill to it to make you want to replay it and get better at it, but there's not enough to like bog you down and having to explain to somebody how to, you know, freeze a minion wave or yeah, know, exactly. catch a rotation or, you know, it, it is truly, I mean, I, I mean, it's early for the, I mean, we're only halfway through the year, but, or maybe, well, God, it's August. I can't believe it's August, but I mean, we're more than halfway through the year. I, I can't yeah. see there being a bigger game no, this year th th than nothing's going to come out. Cause no. this is such a weird year for games too. Like the, I don't think any major with the exception of Valorant. I mean, I can't think of any other game that's really coming out. That's big. Avenge this well, there's like a, the Avengers game, which is very popular and is like a, is a service game. Right. Um, and is apparently much better than it, a lot of people thought like that game looked awful when a lot of people saw it. But I, I again, None of the appeal of those games can even come close to what Fall Guys has. Yeah. Because, you know, an old, like a 60 year old man is not going to play the Avengers game. Right. 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 But, but you could sit him in front of Fall Guys, you know, when his six year old grandson is playing it. I mean, it is a weird sports. You know, it is going to be that sort of phenomenon. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. going to, yeah. I think you're going to see Fall Guys on like TV shows and, I mean, I think it's going to be huge. I mean, I, I mean, in literally just playing it 10 minutes, I was like, oh, this game is going to be just like the biggest game. In the the world. thing is, too, like <laughs> no matter how much of a cynic you are about it, it's like you, you play yeah. it and it's just undeniably fun, yep. which is kind of the magic of like, you know, I mean, I love League of Legends. I love Valorant. I love these other games that are, you know, Path of Exile, whatever. I think they're great games, but I mean, you can't really... You can kind of sit people in front of league, kind of, but yeah, it, it's tough. You know, it's hard for stuff like that to become huge. Whereas something like Fall Guys, even, it's very easy. For even Fortnite, be. yeah, like yeah, I mean, it's it, hard. It, it's tough to get into, especially if you, you know, if the building is a, a big turnoff to you. It's really hard to get into that game. Yeah, I could. I mean, and the other thing with Fall Guys is you can see them putting it on everything, right? It, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it can totally be a phone game. It could totally be an iPad game. It know, could, I mean, that, that that brings kind of like the last point, I think, with it, which is the, the controls are universal. Again, Mario Party. Like, 
there's no advantage to having mouse and keyboard. There's no yeah. disadvantage really to playing on any kind of display. There's no there's no like UI to navigate with like an MMO where you have different abilities and cooldowns and there's no yeah. requirement I, I, for communication, you know. You could you could never touch the camera in that game and I mean you could literally just not have the camera and it wouldn't matter. I don't think you would suffer that much. I mean, I've been playing it on controller. I'm somebody yeah, who, I, I play I played on controller as well. I've been I usually hate playing games on controller. Yeah. And here I am. I'm just like having a blast I mean, with it. It's three buttons, you know? Like it's yeah. I mean it's it's a it's an unbelievable thing. And uh if you haven't played Fall Guys, you should absolutely play it, folks, because it's it's gonna be big and it's not going away. <laughs> yeah, you might as well get comfortable with it because <laughs> Yeah. I'm they trying to get the, I want I want the dinosaur outfit. I really do. I want it. I'm going for that hot dog. That's I, I think that's going to be where I'm at. Yeah, I don't know. I, the, the meta on Twitch right now is to always screw over the blue team. Um, I don't know if you noticed that, but I also have always just taken to the hot dogs are always terrible people. See, I always that, go for that, the, the wolf mask. That guy that, go for. that guy that grabbed me and pulled me off was a hot dog. But you have like a deep-seated hatred of the hot dog. Yeah, like that I'm hot done, dog. I'm done, I'm done with him. It's it's over. Yeah, for me, what? it's the wolf. That stupid wolf hat that everyone starts. Yeah. with. Yeah. Anyone who goes out of their way to wear that thing is my number one target. The big bad. Yeah, I'll I'll grab him and take him down with me. I mean, just it's just that that is a win to me. I mean, there is something so satisfying about just like when you're running, you know, you're running to, to try to get to the finish, and some dudes with you. And it's getting close to the qualify number, and you just grab the guy that's in front of you. Just take him down with and, you, yeah. And just pull him backwards, and he, you can just feel their anger <laughs> through the screen, you know. And it's just, oh man, there. I mean, that game is wonderful. It's it's truly amazing. Um, it's so dumb. It's so silly. <laughs> but you know what? That's what we need. I, you know what? We need a little silly right now, and I'll take it. So hey, I mean. I've I think I've won four times and those four wins were like some of the most satisfied I've ever felt in a game. I haven't I haven't won yet, but you know, I'm 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 early in my Fall Guys career, so I'll let you know. The the funny thing is too is they they directly reward you for those wins because they give you that little crown and then that crown can be spent to buy things in the yeah. store i mean the hooks are in there too man i was scrolling through that store it's got a battle pass it's got seasons, it's got a, it's, it's got, got a DLC. i mean it's got all the stuff you know oh yeah um, you're gonna end up spending like a hundred bucks on this game yeah i mean i spent like a thousand dollars on league probably over 10 years so i could see myself yeah, spending for sure, yeah. a fair bit on on fall guys <laughs> if it goes that long i mean it's it's pretty wild and you know, one thing that I did notice is why did the the little fall guys, why did they not have your name on them? They all say uh, like fall guy and a number. They did, but people found out that you can change the font size. Oh. Like. It, and so they made it like huge and like they're yeah. massive. Oh, yeah. 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 So it was like obnoxiously sized like boobs or something. Just yeah. Huge, so, you know? so they'll they'll <laughs> fix that, right? Yeah. So oh, I, okay. I think that's why they disabled that. I just noticed it and I was like, why is, why are my, is everybody fall guy one, nine, two, six, eight or whatever. Um, I thought maybe I had turned on some sort of streamer mode. Uh, <laughs> just couldn't, I was like, man, there's not a lot of options here. Why am I not seeing it? Okay. Well now I don't feel so stupid. Um, it's good. 
It's good. You should buy Fall Guys. It's all, it's like 20 bucks too, right? I think it was $20. Yeah, it's 20 bucks. It's worth every penny. Or I mean, it's going to be free on PlayStation Plus. So, but if you have a PC that can run it, and I don't, I'm pretty sure it'll run on like <laughs> I, I, everything. I can't imagine, yeah. <laughs> um, but it looks pretty good when you when you crank everything up too. I turned everything all the way to max. It looks pretty good. It's a good yeah. looking game. So, well, well, aside from Fall Guys, what we got a, another twelve yeah, minutes or so? Yeah, anything? Should, yeah, I mean, we can talk about TikTok going away. Sure. Yeah, TikTok. The, so the, the war on TikTok. <laughs> so Trump banned TikTok. Rip TikTok. Yep. Uh, probably going to. F- I, I think we're going to see more of this. Um, and it, it, not to get all political, but th- there's a push by, especially our administration, to kind of pull away from, uh, you know, heavy Chinese influenced social media platforms. Um, so you know, you can look at TikTok, you can look at Zoom. That'd be another one. Yep. Uh, banned WeChat. That's another one. Um, and it's because of the monitoring and um, kind of rogue activity that's taking place on there. Yeah, I mean, TikTok um, is doing some pretty shady, like capturing every third yeah, keystroke. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's doing some bad stuff on your and phone. And then there's so. the whole propaganda thing. And it, so now that being said, um, the reason TikTok is so successful is because people want Vine to come back. Right. Um, because Vine was huge. When Vine was in its heyday, it was. I mean, I think people still watch Vine. Videos. Is this is this all leading up to you like saying bite stock up? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I, mean, I, I, that... I think <laughs> what I think is, is going to happen. People really like. I mean, TikTok kind of falls in the same space as Twitter or Instagram or. Oh no, it, it absolutely does. Yeah, I mean, this it's is big. content that I personally don't go for. Like it's not my jam, but I I get the appeal. It, it's very quick, digestible. It, you know, it kind of goes back to the whole sports thing. Like, it's something that you can invest into briefly and just kind of shut your brain off, and it entertains you. Um, and uh, so, I'm not really sure what the long term implications of this is. I mean, anytime you have a ban you have the question of like okay is the ban actually going to work <laughs> so yeah. that's that's number one like are people actually going to adhere to it because typically telling the internet you can't do something results in it you know, the exact opposite yeah, sure. <laughs> so there's that question um what are the logistics of the ban you know how hard is it to get around it and then aside from that you know is there going to be a competitor that comes up that dethrones tiktok in america and you know, just replaces that content with their own. Yeah. Um, but in the interim, it definitely makes it awkward because one of the uh, popular ways to grow your stream or anything like that is to kind of inject your content into as many sure. mediums as possible. And TikTok is one of those mediums. So, yeah, it, I mean, I, I've made two TikToks and both of them have like 500 plus views. Like I, I, I literally did nothing to promote them. I just like put them out there. Yeah, so and they're both it, very dumb. Um, one is like the you know I don't know if you've ever seen that meme video of this the guys like coming out of the sky like in Russia. There's a girl like yeah, blowing yeah, bubbles. Yeah. I made that into the um, uh, the Chocobo summon <laughs> from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it turned out great. I gotta tell you. Um, that's I mean it. 
that's the type of content you should expect on TikTok. It's really dumb. So, but yeah, I mean, you can, it is a way to push your content and make it huge. Right. And, and reach a large audience and then pull that audience over to Twitch. Um, it's a yeah. bummer that it, there won't be one, right? Maybe, well, I, I, maybe I go to bite. Yeah. I, I, I think what it is too is especially for streamers, it, it all roots back to discoverability, right? Yeah. It's just Twitch is such a terrible platform for discoverability. I mean, all Twitch is really is a, it, everything kind of funnels up to the top. Yep. And they just serve as the medium between these top streamers and other people. And the thing is too, that Twitch doesn't really want you to go find a small streamer. In fact, they, they kind of make it as difficult as possible. And they, right. they do that because you're more likely to stick around watching a big streamer because of the chat experience, because of the, you know, they're probably big because they either have um, high production value or, you know, some kind of guaranteed level of content that's going to keep you retained yeah. on the platform. I mean, that is, that is the, they're using the capitalism model, right? Which is, yeah. you know, you have, you have a, a success story that they can point to and say, look, you could be that continue to work for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That, that is, that is the very core of the capitalist model, which is look, see, he made it. And so you, what if happens, you just work hard, you'll make it too. Well, and, and I think what ends up happening basically is that you end up with, um, pretty much everyone just going to youtube really i mean yeah. because realistically to actually grow on twitch i mean you're looking at many 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 years of streaming to a very empty room um and, and it's hard man like it, it it's not easy to put out that kind of especially i i think the real hard part about it is when you start like losing followers and stuff which happens Yep. Um, it, it just feels like you're always taking a step backwards almost with like every streamer if you have a bad stream or something. Yeah. Um, so what I, I think what's ended up happening is that a lot of people have just shifted over to YouTube because YouTube has a fantastic discoverability platform. Um, and you can really kind of condense your content down into something high production value. Yeah. Throw it up on YouTube. And if it's good, if it's something that people want to watch, then you know, they can actually find it pretty easily or easier than Twitch. And then, you know, it, it just, it, it, it makes a lot more sense to pull in your own viewers as opposed to trying to get into a space where there's other people's viewers watching content. Right. If that makes sense. I mean, I think the weird, you know, getting back to like, like TikTok and this stuff being banned though, like, I think it's very interesting to see as well as the impact on Twitch streamers and their discoverability, I'm really curious to see what happens to the rest of the Tencent holdings, right? Because Tencent owns many of the big, the biggest streamed games, right? Like they're, they're, they're not, I maybe owned is too strong of a word, but they own portions of, right? They own 40% of Epic. They own 5% of Activision Blizzard and Ubisoft. Um, they own... I think they own Riot, right? They they fully own Riot. Yeah, they, um, they own Riot Games. They have an 84% stake in Supercell, which is Clash of Clans. 80% yep. of Path of Exile. Yep. 40% uh, of Epic Games, so not a majority share. And uh, they've got a part of Blue Hole, which is PUBG. 
five percent stakes in Activision, so you know Blizzard and all that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I, so I, part of that, so the, it was it was weird. So the first, so basically there are two. It's actually two executive orders, right? The first one just like basically goes after TikTok, and it's like, yo, we're not doing business with them um, in forty-five days. No one can do business with TikTok. The second one says that no transaction that is related to WeChat can happen, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, WeChat is owned by Tencent. And in that language, it says, or any subsidiary of that entity, right? So in theory, you can actually read this that people can't buy stuff from Riot anymore. Because they are a fully owned subsidiary of Tencent and you are not allowed to do transactions with any subsidiary of that entity, a.k.a. WeChat's parent company. And if that like ends up being the case, like what? <laughs> like did, 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 I mean, did they just ban like Valorant and League of Legends from making money in the United States? I mean, that could be crazy. Like, oh, well, I mean, they, it, it's tough because, I mean, they have shares of Discord. Yeah. I mean, uh, they own so many companies, right? They own like, the guys who made Hitman and the Division. They, I mean, there's so many games that they, yeah, have. they own, they own IO now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's pretty wild. Like, this is a, this is a wild thing. I mean, it's the language apparently in the thing is just really bad. Um, uh, it doesn't really, you know, Tencent also owns pieces of like Spotify and UMG, which is like Universal Music Group. I mean, it they own pieces of everything. So it's like, what, what does this mean? I mean, it, it, I, I'm just so curious to see what happens in the next couple of days, uh, you know, over the next month of like in this scramble of people trying to figure out like, well, it, yeah can we still buy stuff from league of legends? Like, can we still buy like skins or whatever? Can you imagine if it just suddenly like us players can't buy things from riot games? Yeah. I, uh, I don't it, see it going that far, but like, I mean, it's on the table. It's kind of a crazy thing. I, I think that, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it'll ever go that far. Um, because really, I think the ban is stemming from the security implications. Sure. But I mean, you, if you send that stuff out, you know, I mean, there's a lot of questions about the, the Valorant stuff and the rootkit that's contained in, I mean, that's fine. I, I just it, it, it is just, it's just very weird. That's all I'll say. Um, I'll, I'll be interested to see in the next month, like if they clarify that order. Or if Riot just ignores it and it's just like, ah, we're just going to keep doing it until somebody tells us otherwise. Right. Because I mean, I mean, EA did that for a long time with FIFA, right? When the, the loot box stuff and, and thing was happening in the EU, they just kept selling FIFA cards and packs and whatever it was until someone told them they couldn't. Mm -hmm. So my guess is that's what you'll see, but it's interesting. I mean, it's a weird thing. Did, did Trump ban League of Legends? That's what oh, we should God. name. That should be the title of the podcast. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> want to lose an election? That's 
<laughs> League of, you don't take my League of Legends. All my rights. <laughs> you want to get apathetic gamers to vote. There's yeah, your... <laughs> you want to jump them out. They'll they'll sign up. Valorant and League going away. I can't buy eighty dollar dragon gun skins. I'm so done. <laughs> Come out in record numbers to vote. It's it's a wild thing, man. I mean, and it's funny because I I've seen a lot of people especially Twitch streamers like TikTok is a huge platform for them. Like it is I would guess they spend 20% of their time on content on TikTok. Um and for it to just I wonder if Microsoft's actually going to purchase them because that's been the conversation, right? Is that Microsoft is going to buy the the US portion of TikTok? Um well I don't think TikTok's going to go away. Uh, it, it's it's too big, way too right? big. Yeah, yeah, you can't just ban something that big and not have either somebody scoop it up or make a direct imitation of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why vine was so out of the loop for a while. I, I wonder if there was like an exclusive rights or something that hadn't been resolved yet. Who knows? I mean, those are the same guy. The vine guys are the same guys that made HQ, right? I think so. Yeah. Because yeah. vine was huge too. And then um, they were super like weird about it. And a lot of things happened regarding yeah. the guy that was the host of HQ. And I remember that was, a, that's a whole story for another day, but yeah, um, just some weirdness there. Well, I, Vine, Vine was big. It, Vine was bigger. Right? Yeah. I, you could say probably still is big. I mean, I, I think the Vine compilations on YouTube still get tons of people yeah. that watch them and quote them and everything. It's it because it, yeah. again, it, it just tapped into something that was pretty unique, which was easily digestible um you know people always kind of underestimate just how much like there's a reason why phone games are so popular and it's because you can just sit down and i mean not to feed into the meme too much but raid shadow legends right yeah sure yeah <laughs> it's like these games are so popular for a reason it's because you can sit down and on the crapper or when you're eating a meal or whatever just you know do something for five minutes and yeah and th those games it's crazy if you go through the facebook gaming um, you know, I, I sent you a message one uh, about the Facebook gaming directory and like what, you know, people were doing in there, but those, I would guess five of the top 20 games on Facebook gaming are all mobile games that people are streaming. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it does very well in there. I mean, it, yeah. by that logic though, Queeby or whatever should be the biggest thing going, but nobody's buying it. Nobody's. Have you watched a Queeby or Kibi? What is it? How do I, you I don't even, even say know what that it? Is. I don't even know how to say it. You've never heard of it? No, I've never heard of it. So it's it's bite-sized TV shows that you can okay. only watch on your phone. Interesting. And it has like huge stars on it, right? Like it has like, like okay, I'm I'm on their their shows page. Thanks a million, starring Jennifer Lopez and Kevin Hart. Has oh, new shows wow. every week. I mean, it's like big. I mean, a lot of big names on this thing. Uh, I know that P the new punk is on here and it has Chance the Rapper as what's his face uh, instead of Ashton Kutcher. Um, Thanks a Million also has Kevin Hart. So it has Jennifer Lopez, Kevin Hart, Kristen Bell, Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packer. It has, Aaron, it has Anthony Davis, um, Nick Jonas. 
<laughs> it's huge. I mean, it, it, like they spent a fortune on this. Um, and like Lawrence Fishburne is in this one that I'm looking at right now. I mean, it's no joke, man. They they went all in. Chrissy Teigen has a a courtroom comedy in it. I mean, you could be the next. I mean, get in quick. Get into Kibi or whatever it's called. The guy from uh, uh, Titus from uh, Kimmy Schmidt. He has his own show. It's mm. good stuff. They're all like they're bite sized TV shows. They're all like very small. They're like 10 minutes long or something, you know, to watch on the crapper. <laughs> I mean, people, you know, it, closing out. I mean, that that's we need more of that. I'm more. a huge fan of these kinds of games. Like they're they're oh. great. Hey, don't get me wrong. I I love a good eight hour league sesh, but <laughs> you know, I, sometimes I just want to play. You know. Yeah, and Fall Guys is definitely that game, right? Yeah. Um, well, Fall so, Guys on mobile would be it'd be great. <laughs> this is your homework, dude. So I I bought Fall Guys. You have to watch Kibi and Kibi or whatever Jesus. it's called, and it's Q U I B I. You okay. have to watch at least one TV show on it and report back and tell me it's good. Okay. All right. Let Do you have know. any recommendations? I have no idea. Because I don't know. If I, I'm going to watch one with Aaron Rodgers in it because that's pretty. Yeah. Hilarious. It's called Thanks a Million. It's their, it's okay. their headliner. Okay. There's also, also Kevin Hart has a show on it called Die Hart, which oh, I, I really like. <laughs> I think that's a great name. And it's literally just like Die Hart. I mean, it, it just. But with Kevin completely. Hart. Yeah. So they're just making short jokes and. Correct. Okay. Great. But, That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the, the, the one with Titus is called Dishmantled. And it's a cooking competition. I mean, that seems pretty good. I mean, maybe this is this is where this is where we need to go. Maybe I'll get really hooked into this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You, know, you this... can let me know. Come back. I mean, maybe we just, you'll you'll come back and we'll be like, oh my God. Just like I was with Fall Guys, you'll be like, I it was a joke, but you know what? I'm hooked. This is the only way I watch TV now. It's pretty easy for me to get hooked into stuff, so that, that, well, that's probably more likely than not. <laughs> there's also what is the guy from uh, what is Job's name from Arrested Development? Uh, uh, I know his name. You know the guy's face. Yeah, Job. Yeah, Arrested I definitely Development. know the face. I have to look him up because I'll go crazy. Uh, Will Arnett. He's yes. also he's also BoJack Horseman. He has a show called Memory Hole. I don't know mm -hmm. what that is. It it appears it's him in front of a bunch of space. Awesome. Clips, nostalgia clips behind him. I don't know what that is. And then there's another show called Murder House Flip. <laughs> Maybe I found the gold mine. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch the Aaron show. Watch Creamy. Check out Fall Guys. Watch all this easily digestible content while you're digesting. Play yeah. Fall Guys. Play Fall Guys because it's good. Stay safe out there. Yeah. Thanks for listening to episode three of the What Is This Anyway podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen all the way to the end. And all of those folks who've reviewed us on iTunes, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we'd love 